Hi, and welcome to another episode of Healthy Distractions, a show with two Marvel fanboys who talk all things Marvel, except for when we don't. I'm Jeremy, and unfortunately, Matt will not be here this week. He, I guess he th- threatened to release the Infinity War trailer early on social media. He's been indefinitely detained. It's I didn't really ask him any questions, but he's not here. That's the important part. But, similar to his solo episode a few weeks ago, talking about DC shortcomings in the movie space... I thought it'd be, you know, to be fair and balanced, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about Marvel shortcomings in, shortcomings in the comic space. So, to start off the bat, though, I do want to say I don't think what Marvel's putting out comics-wise is intellectually bankrupt. They're still putting out some really good books, and they're there if you want to look for them. <laughs> but I think recently there's, like, with the shifting of the new editor-in-chief and how there's been lagging comic sales... Um, on their end, whereas DC seems to be excelling in that department, I see sort of like an inverse relationship between the movies and the comics, where DC, they cannot get their films to act together whatsoever. But comics-wise, they seem to be flourishing in terms of um, booking really good talent, um, shifting the talent around, putting them with the right characters, and telling interesting, engaging stories with familiar characters. For example... Uh, Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason, their run of Superman has been has pretty much reinvigorated the character. And they did that without sacrificing his family. They just sort of went to the heart of the character and every book puts on display. Or with their main event right now with the Dark Knights. Because when DC does events, it actually still feels like an event. With whether it's the Dark Knights or right now with also with the Doomsday Clock. It feels like something special and engaging. That's something that I want to seek out and see what happens next. Whereas Marvel on the comic side has been struggling with that recently. I think it might have to do with the films and the entire brain trust of the MCU or Marvel Studios. To go back a little bit, there was this comic series called The Ultimates from 2000-2001. That was actually the first series I ever got into reading month to month. And it was a great series because it was very accessible. Where I had some general knowledge of the characters... But it basically is a retelling of Spider-Man and X-Men and the Avengers in a modern context. That would later serve as a blueprint for, well, the Avengers movie and just the larger MCU. Sort of the ethos of taking what's familiar, but making it feel new, fresh, and engaging for a, a wide audience. For example, my mother, who you know loves all these characters, but she doesn't read comic books. But, she, but she's seen all the Marvel movies, knows all the characters, and can follow along really well. And she gets a lot out of these films the same way that I do. Maybe for different reasons. But the point is we can still bond over these films. Which is the whole point of these movies. Unfortunately, what I think Marvel's done on the comic side has been similar to what when movie studios learned the wrong lesson from successes. Deadpool was a very successful radar movie. And so right after that movie made a fuck ton of money, you saw a bunch of studios scrambling to be the next Deadpool. It's like, no, that's not... That's not the point. Like, that's not why I made all that money. And I think with Marvel Comics, the problem that they're suffering from is they're starting to become a snake that eats his own tail. Where, with the Ultimates, it was a really good bridge between the comics and the movies. Of saying, like, hey, if you were to do this as a movie, here is a good template of how you could do it. Especially with the Ultimates. I think that gets cited all the time when people talk about the Avengers. That worked really well. Marvel's able to take stuff from the Ultimates, stuff from like the past 10-15 years when Ed Brubaker and Bendis and uh, Straczynski and Warren Ellis came in and revamped the Big Three and the Avengers when they 
redid all that stuff. That served as a really great template for the movies and gave a lot of source material to develop, such as whether it's Winter Soldier or Civil War, to name a few. The problem I see, though, is there was this feedback loop where as the movies were more successful, the comics started to mirror the movies, but the movies needed the comics to generate new ideas. So the movies, I mean, and I think they're the movies are going to be fine. I think they've become a self-perpetuating motion machine where you'll have, we'll have Infinity War, which will be the big payoff for these 21 plus films. And then what comes after will be something weird and new and fresh. Fingers crossed. The problem though with the comics as a, for an example, with Guardians of the Galaxy, the last time we saw Peter Quill in the comics was with the Thanos Imperative, where him and Marvel guns blazing to trap Thanos in the Cancerverse. It's this really great epic cosmic story. I can see where Marvel's coming from, where, hey, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is our new biggest hottest property. We have to have a Guardians of the Galaxy book on the shelves. And not just that, but that book has to resemble the characters from the film, so that people who see the film will obviously want to go buy the comic. I can understand that logic, but I don't think that wisdom really follows. Where the people who see these movies maybe aren't really ingrained in the comics which doesn't which isn't there's nothing wrong with that but maybe they were pandering to the wrong audience instead of just trying to find new ways to reinvent the guardians mythos and that's and that's just an easy example i think we've seen this with a few of the books as well whether it's the, the main avengers books um, or even their spider-man books where that's sort of the creative spark that ignited the Ultimates and was very present in the mid-2000s with the Dark Avengers and Brute Baker's entire run on Captain America seems to have dimmed. Not been completely snuffed out, but has dimmed in the comics. Then the culmination of sort of this lackluster storytelling came to fruition with Secret Empire, which I think Matt and I will... We, we could probably do an entire episode of why that uh, event didn't work, and we wouldn't be the first ones to tell you that. It missed all the marks, not just by the fact that it made Captain America a Nazi, so even putting that aside, which is a big aside to put aside, it didn't have anything new or interesting to offer, or any insight to the character or to the mythos. The series I keep, coming, I keep harkening back to is the Dark Knight uh, ongoing event that DC's doing, where it's evil Batman from a different universe, and there's this huge conflict, and it's a really convoluted but it's not it's not intelligible it's still an engaging read i mean half the stuff goes by my head because i I, even i don't know all the dc mythos and history but the story's told in such an interesting way the colors pop the set pieces are incredible and it's trying really weird new things with these characters who've been around for you know 70 plus years and so i think that serves as a really good example of an excellent recent event but things are looking fine for Marvel in terms of comics. I mean, I think they're starting to get their act together by consolidating and then bringing in new talent again and sort of harkening back to that creative energy of those early 2000s. For example, Tennessee Coates is going to be writing Captain America uh, along with Black Panther, which should be really exciting. And so hopefully they can re- sort of recapture everything that made those comics interesting and got me into comics in the first place for a new generation. And the last point I want to bring up that was also very frustrating was, I think it's the new editor-in-chief, Alex Alonzo, or I can't remember his exact name, but they made the point that some of the books that weren't selling well were some of the more diverse books, whether it's Sam Wilson's Captain America, or Miss Marvel, or Hulk with uh, Jessica Walters' Hulk. 
that well these books don't sell so the lesson from that is we shouldn't we should just stick to basics or we should stick to our normal big three characters not try to push for diversity in comics once again it's like i don't think that was a lesson you should be taken away from i think those books didn't sell because they didn't have the proper promotion from marvel so yeah that was my quick rant on the state of marvel comics uh like i said things are looking up now but they still have a ways to go if they want to get back into the groove that made them um, a source of hope for all of us uh, as always i've been jeremy and i'll see you guys next week later